The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Each business is unique and operated individually of others in the same industry. What they have in common is the potential path to success. Welcome to The Second Stage with your hosts, Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson. In today's program, we'll address the obstacles that many businesses find on that path to success and discuss what entrepreneurs and their businesses are doing to stay ahead of the curve. Now, here's Brendan Anderson and Jeffrey Cadlick. Welcome, everybody, to The Second Stage. Thank you uh, for tuning in. Uh, Jeff, another busy week. Another busy week is every week, I guess. It is. It is good to be busy. You know, we've not been busy before, and it's every once in a while when I think about complaining about being so busy, I hold my tongue because I'd rather be too busy than not busy at all. Ooh, I like that kind of positive spin on where I was headed, so I may have to change my attitude. See, I was feeling a little, I was feeling a little overwhelmed, but uh, nevertheless, it's, uh, it's, it is, it's good. I guess it's good. We got a lot of stuff going on. We probably can't mention it all, but it's, uh, it's good. Hey, Jeff, I don't know. You know, we uh, we had um, uh, um, somebody from Miami University last. Uh, yes. Sorry, go ahead. And it was. And as as life goes, I uh, was down there this week. What a wonderful looking campus! That is a uh, nice uh, nice place. I know you're a little little uh, sentimental and uh, and kind of probably uh, uh, would agree with that pretty easily. I'm not going to blame you for not bringing Bagel and Deli back to me, but I do blame yeah. your wife Marnie because she should know better as an alum. She, she ordered it. She just didn't didn't make it back. It's, uh, it's fair to say it didn't make it didn't make it to Dayton. So, uh, anyways, that's good. We did we did go. That was uh, that's good. But it really, you know, on, on, you know, we it was kind of small because we had Brett uh, Smith um, on and um, talked about the entrepreneurial uh, program and how they kind of focus on the undergrads and uh, it, you know you walk around that campus and it's uh, it's a beautiful campus and a lot of a lot of nice schools. But that one, uh, re- you know, really nice and. Uh, spent a little time at the uh, Goggin. I was going to say Goggins until you corrected me. Uh, yep. Ice uh, Center. That's a, that's you know got some pretty nice, uh, pretty much all brick buildings, best I can tell. Even their parking garage so just look like a look like the classrooms. So uh, <laughs> catches you a little off guard, but uh, nevertheless, it it does. But um, you know, Brett was I thought right on the mark uh, with his comments last week. Um, you know, in terms of how they define entrepreneurship, where they talk about marshaling resources to create value, uh, and this whole mindset of risk versus ambiguity. Um, you know, it was very interesting to me about how they just immerse these young um, students in the what they say at the deep end of the pool. And, and importantly, they don't measure the success of their students based on whether or not they. Uh, go on to immediately start businesses out of college, which I think they view as as preposterous, given the the risks and experiential experience needed to to be successful as an entrepreneur. 
Well, I think it's 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 neat to you know to, to have people teaching you know the concept of you know the, the, he used the word lean business models and we's evolution are you know in this book club and uh, we were you know kind of reading great by choice or rereading great by choice and going to discuss it but you know one of the things they talk about there is you know is is you know in this lean business process it's you know how do you find out whether the 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 concept will work without without spending trillions of dollars and, and wasting lots of time. And, um, and that's, that's pretty a valuable tool for, for young people to learn. Cause I think a lot of people don't realize that you can kind of, you know, uh, take that rifle shot, test it out, you know, before you, before you fire the big cannon and, you know, and, and, you know, create true risk, you know, true, you know, kind of life or death risk in an organization or a career. So, um, it's a, it's, it's a pretty good concept. Big fan. If you can't tell. Uh, I, I can tell, and I'm I'm on board. Um, so the, anyway, I I would, and the other thing that I thought was great was just the, the the traits that corporations are now looking for in undergrads emulate a lot of the the qualities that they're trying to teach at uh, uh, the the Institute for Entrepreneurship at Miami University. And uh, those were innovation and creativity and kind of out-of-the-box thinking, which and, – and the reason for that is just to really press the um, the bounds or the, the assumptions with which a business operates to see if they can do better as opposed to just continuing on to do what they say simply because that's what it says. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, I thought it was good stuff and glad that we had Brett on. Um, Again, for those uh, that were not listening to the show, we encourage you to go back to listen to the show. Is creating entrepreneur- entrepreneurially minded students, and the guest was Brett Smith, Director, uh, Institute for Entrepreneurship at Miami University, which can be found at www.miamioh.edu. Um, I did come across. Uh, I love sharing articles that support my my view of life, Brennan, as you know. Takes you a long time to find those, though. Coming hours and hours to find one, but good. This Glad one, I, I one. this one I actually found on CNBC, more of a mainstream type of a uh, website, and it came out yesterday. And I think it's still on um, uh, the uh, not yesterday, but a few days ago. But anyway, it was talking about the memories of financial crisis fading as risks rise. Uh, was written on. I I think the 15th of December uh, by Paul Wiseman, W-I-S-E-M-A-N. And um, it just really t- – and we're seeing this out there with the banks in particular, um, not necessarily with small companies like you and I love to, to partner with, but with larger companies uh, where they're just 0% this and – Extending credit beyond, I mean, it's looking very much like 2006 and seven again, in my judgment. And that's what this article is all about. And I just want to call listeners' attention to it because Congress is loosening uh, regulations uh, in the, the uh, Frank Dodd rules, which, among other things, um, you know, they, they had limited the use of derivatives. Um, but they are going and again allowing banks to 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 use derivatives and and uh, housing regulators uh, you cut the minimum down payments on home loans, um, you know. So anyway, it's uh, it's a good read. 
and it's a concern again that you know we're not even really out of the financial crisis on Main Street. We are certainly on Wall Street, and we're back back to the old bad habits. That's just me talking. Well, no, you know, it's it's amazing how short certain memories are, and you know, fundamentally, you know, obviously in in this country we have this you know certain belief that everybody should should own a home and 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 some of that stuff and. You know, it, it may reward. Uh, uh, you know, I use the word bad behavior, but let's define it as is you know people that you know people that aren't aren't out there trying to save and kind of look out, plan out for the future. And uh, you know, in the long run, when you know if they can't afford the house and they can't afford to keep it and they lose it, it actually it actually hurts them. So um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's tough, tough, tough stuff. I, you know, as you know, and not to just kind of beat the drum, it, it's a very interesting time. I mean, there's, you know, there's obviously oils getting slammed, and you know, it used to be a period of time where that was a good thing, you know, because it would reduce the cost of almost every, you know, every business that we're invested in that reduces the cost of stuff to some degree. Um, but there's uh, there are a lot of people out there chasing this high yield and interest and so forth. So it's it's crazy. But you know what that you know what's, it, it it creates Jeff it creates a wonderful opportunity to look at the second stage. These little businesses that just keep chugging along in good markets and bad markets and God, do you know anybody that likes that? That sort of stuff. You know what? Could you remind me? I think it's us. I think it's us. I think it's people like us. There's lots of people passionate about it, but people like us. That that uh, it's a great uh, great place to hang out. Great place to hang out. Yeah, and I was talking to a uh, I was talking to a institutional investor this morning, and they're still trying to wrap their minds around this this second stage companies in terms of the risk and return profile. And the thing that bothers them the most is just the fact that they have very little EBITDA, uh, not appreciating the fact that these companies have been around for sometimes, you know, 30 years and have weathered many, many storms in the past. And the limit factor isn't that they don't have a good business. It's just it's all the other stuff. It's the lack of infrastructure. It's the lack of resources. It's the lack of capital and best practices that have kept them. And we solve that by um, you know bringing best practices into the companies that we partner with. So um, as you well know, Brennan, the the money's the commodity. It's everything else that's uh, the spice. And it's hard for a lot of people to grasp that, but uh, you know, I, I, you know, not to overshare and not to use any names, and I'll probably get in trouble for this, but we it did have a very fun conversation in the last, I'll say, two or three weeks, uh, where we literally had to explain to a larger institutional investor that these companies do, in fact, make it through down cycles, and they do, in fact, last for a long period of time. And so it's, you know, it's, I think the, you know, the problem is, is that there's, there's, there's such a, uh, you know, there's not a lot of money chasing these smaller businesses, even though there's just you know, millions and millions and millions of them. And I think once people fully understand how small companies can react and the fact that they've got, you know, they they don't lever their balance sheets, you know, largely because they can't, um, uh, um, and they don't lever their balance sheets, they've got plans, they've got their, you know, control their cash, that I think, you know, hopefully the larger institutional investors will start embracing some of the things that we've, you know, grown to love. So For sure. For sure. So uh, today's uh, topic – we have a topic um, today, not just me rambling on. Are you sure? Yeah, we wouldn't have near the ratings that if you and I just oh. rambled on. I, I threw myself in there. I wasn't oh, just okay. – I threw myself in there as well. So uh, we talked about the last show, but today's show is something that actually is near and dear to my heart. Uh, not that all of our topics aren't, but this one is uh, in particular. Uh, um, it's leadership development. For businesses to succeed, learning should never stop. 
and you and I have talked about entrepreneurship is in just it's a continual process. And um, to, what I always like to say, and believe it or not, people do come to me for advice, Brendan. I know you may find that hard to believe. Uh, is is you have to continuously push yourself personally and professionally uh, if you want want to out of your comfort zone. You know. If, if you want to be successful, and it was something that I was mentored early on in my career, and uh, really, really believe in. So, uh, well, I mean, I Tony, Jeff, if, you, if you look at our core values, I'm not, not to jump in there. You know, right as we're transitioning, but our, you know, our core values are always look for a better way and embrace evolutionary businesses. Two of our core values, and you know, the way we define those are really just that you know, we want to know everything there is to know about. About you know evolutionary businesses, business you know, and this is these are businesses that have a growth plan that are run by management teams that are trying to learn, and and it's that you never get there. You're you're never going to know the best way. So uh, there's always a better way to do it. So and that's you know we we try to live and live by those things, those core values. Uh, at least you know those we have five, but those those uh, core values every every single uh, every single week, every single day, as that's- in right now. As in right now, I can't wait to you're, learn more. You're about doing it right now. <laughs> I'm well. I'm going to as soon as you know we make this transition. So uh, it's good, good stuff. Uh, so today's guest is Jonathan Wygant. He's the CEO and founder of Big Speak Inc. Uh, Jonathan is the CEO and founder, as I said, and Big Speak Inc. is one of the largest business-oriented speaker bureaus in North America focused on serving the Fortune 1000 and multinational companies worldwide. Big Speak addresses the needs of corporations, associations, nonprofits, and government agencies by providing motivational speakers, thought leaders, and subject matter experts, as well as facilitating strategic change initiatives and executive development programs through Big Speak Consulting. And it can be found at www dot big dot com um, and I I would encourage people to go to their website it's a fascinating website because they have a ton of different speakers on there and um, that that really cover every imaginable uh, t- topic so uh, I'm anxious to, to get into t- talking to him uh, on the show uh, but of course I, I need to remind everyone that each week we want to provide act advice and have you continue the dialogue through comments and questions on our blog at evolutioncp.com. We want to hear from you what works and what doesn't, and we want to create a true community of entrepreneurs helping entrepreneurs. You can also email us at the second stage at evolutioncp.com. And I want to take the time, as always, to thank our sponsors, McGladry LLP. They are the leading provider of assurance tax and consulting services focused on small and mid-sized businesses nationwide with more than 6,700 people in 75 U.S. cities. When we come back, we'll be with our guest, Jonathan Wygant, CEO and founder of Big Speak, Inc. Thanks for tuning in to the second stage. the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. 
This is Davis Love III, Ryder Cup captain and Team McGladry member. McGladry is about building relationships. That's the kind of team I want to be a part of. A team that builds deep understanding of each client's vision and unique way of doing business. The same attributes I look for and the partners I choose. It's this understanding that enables you and me to make confident decisions. When you trust the advice you're getting, you know your next move is the right move. This is the power of being understood. This is McGladry. Assurance Tax Consulting. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Second Stage. To reach the hosts or their guests today, call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to thesecondstage at evolutioncp.com. Now, back to Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson. Welcome back to the show, The Second Stage. This is Jeff Cadlick, and I'm here with my partner, Brendan Anderson. Like any forum, the show will be more effective and powerful if folks contribute their experiences and ideas. We invite you to continue the discussion from each, each week's show on our blog, which can be found at evolutioncp.com, or you can email us at the second stage at evolutioncp.com. We are back here with our guest, Jonathan Wigant, CEO and founder of Big Speak, Inc. How are you, Jonathan? Welcome to the show. Hey, I'm doing very well. Glad to, to join uh, you and uh, and and Jeff uh, this morning, or you and Brendan, depending on who I'm talking to. <laughs> <laughs> that was Jeff. This it it doesn't Brendan. matter. It, yeah, it really doesn't matter. If somebody I'll says something gentlemen. smart, it's generally me. <laughs> uh, and so you're you're headquartered out of Santa Barbara, right? Do you ever have bad days in Santa Barbara? Hey, we got a rainy day today, and we're very, very thankful because, as you probably know, California has been in a severe drought, but we are actually starting out this winter with a, a fair amount of rain, and we're in the midst of a kind of a nice little front right now, so everybody's celebrating, and uh, it's great that everything's wet. Hey, Brennan, I've got a great export idea from Northeast Ohio. We can export some of our rain and clouds to Santa That's Barbara. A great idea. Uh, Holy smokes. I like it. They, could, they would probably pay for it, too. <laughs> we would. Lots. I got to check right. Jonathan, uh, you have, a, a you know, from what I can tell, a very unique business, and uh, I was on your website and so forth. Maybe t- talk a little bit about your background and, 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 and how, how you got into this business. Okay. It's, it's an interesting story. My, uh, I'm a, a member of uh, the World Presidents Organization before that. Uh, the Young President's Organization, and in my first company, which was Iris Art Crystal, we were a uh, um, a giftware company manufacturing crystal products similar to Swarovski. In fact, we were the largest uh, competitor to Swarovski in America. And uh, <clears throat> during that time, one of the things we found to be really important with our people was to involve them uh, in a personal growth training called Insight, uh, based in Santa Monica, California, that focused on communication, focused on taking responsibility and other um, really important things for people. So we would sponsor our employees to go down there, and what would happen is when they'd come back, they'd either be really turned on by the fact that they would see uh, a greater level of their capabilities and take responsibility and wouldn't be you know, pointing fingers or thinking the boss should be telling them to do things. They'd just really get a grip of things. Or they'd come back and say, 
So when I sold that company, um, I decided that I wanted to create another company that would provide resources, the top uh, thought leaders um, in business, the top thought leaders in uh, personal growth, mind, body, spirit, et cetera, that would help um, employees around the world uh, to develop themselves. And uh, that's, that's been, you know, in a very much of a nutshell, uh, why Big Speak came, came about. And one of the big distinctions about our company is that we don't just have speakers that come in and speak at conferences. We're very focused on, okay, how do we lock in the learning from a good keynote? Because a keynote inspires people, but it, uh, it six months later, you know, maybe three to five percent of what you have learned in a keynote speech or a talk that you heard uh, actually gets implemented into your, what I call your behavioral matrix. So we, we tend to follow that up with trainings, with coaching, uh, with webinars, and other um, experiential pieces of work so that the, uh, the learning actually gets uh, woven into people's, um, into the culture of the company and into the, the way people actually work uh, day to day. Wow, that's uh, that's that's a lot. That's a, it's it's funny when I hear you talk. You know, obviously uh, the YPO and WPO, and Jeff and I've mentioned frequently. Um, you know, YEO, which then transitioned into EO. So that's uh, Young Presence right. Organizations, World Presence Organization, Young Entrepreneurs Organization, and then they dropped the Y because they figured uh, you know, everybody wanted to continue to participate. But it is funny because I uh, we. I, I frequently talk like, to the entrepreneurs about how they go and they listen to a speech and everybody walks out saying, I'm going to go and I'm going to do all this stuff and I'm going to set the world on fire. And a week later, they've almost – a lot of them. I don't know whether it's 90, 95. It's a vast majority of them that have just decided that you know they, they, it's, they forgot about it or it's just too overwhelming or they're back on that daily treadmill. So it's uh, – maybe talk a little more about how, how do you how, – and I realize I'm off script here, but how do you, how do you – how do you transition them from being excited and keep them focused on these, you know, making making daily improvements? Well, one of the ways to do that is obviously, you know, if, if there's somebody who you've introduced your team to, you know, everybody gets a book and then it's your weekly management meeting or sales meeting, um, make sure that a chapter's covered or somebody reports out on what they've learned. Um, and the most important thing is, you know, you mentioned just there that, you know, when we get back to work, the fire hose hits us. And it seems like every year that goes by, the fire hose is bigger and stronger. So in order for new behaviors to take place, in order for me to stop doing what I've been doing, I, I need to, you know, deal with the inertias that are in place. And, and sometimes it's hard to stop doing one thing and start some, doing something else. And the way to do that is, is many times when we do have keynotes um, at a company or a conference, we'll have a breakout session that's in conjunction with that. So I have heard 45 minutes of a great talk. I'm inspired when I get in there, and now it's time to roll up the sleeves. I'm going to bring a couple of issues that I'm focused on at work, problems, situations, et cetera, issues, and I'm going to actually work that with the new material, whether it's around innovation, whether it's around how I can better support my team, um, whether it's, you know, what do I need to do to be a better leader, but I'm actually working on issues that are present for me um, today. Uh, yeah, that's that's great. Hey, we, uh, it's uh, I, as you're talking, I'm kind of playing all the, you know, I've 
hit so many of those conferences and it's just it's amazing the information you learn and forget and learn and forget and you know it's it's almost mm-hmm. uh, it's it's let's talk about and, and, I mean obviously the goal is personal growth and in in ultimately you know how that transforms into one's jobs performance and maybe define or let me know what you mean by by some of those by well, personal growth and job and kind of how it transforms a job performance okay well yeah at you know top achievers you know people who really uh, are engaged in their lives and their work they're, they're always wanting to be learning so it's really important to provide no matter what size your company is opportunities for yourself and for your team members to to be continually learning whether that those are local workshops whether those are uh, something that the company might sponsor um, I'm not sure what the average size is of your listener um, we tend to you know work with mid-sized companies and, and fortune 1000 as you mentioned in my introduction but even in my first company where we had 125 employees you know we would we would bring quarterly we'd bring somebody in who would, you know, provide some value. But um, I, I just, you know, the, the areas to keep in mind is, is not just focusing on your work skills, your technical skills, but also focusing on relationship skills, communication skills. And communication is, is, is a big one because most of us have not learned how to be good listeners, as a for instance. And that's something that you can't just say, hey, listen more. You actually have to practice that and learn what it means, the subtleties of being a generous listener, as for instance, life balance issues. Um, that's absolutely important so people don't burn out because you know, a lot of bosses think, well, I just want people to come in here and just burn, 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 but there's a, you know, that's short-term thinking. Um, and then organizational skills. Those would be like four areas that, that will play beautifully both at your work and in your home life and in your relationships. So, so let me ask you something. I mean, you had said um, communication skills are really, really important. What do you, what do you see as the most critical, or what attribute is kind of in the most crisis, if you will, in the world today, both on the personal and professional side? Is it? communication skills? Is it interpersonal skills? Is it public speaking? Uh, you know, what do you think? Mm, well, you know, um, I think developing one's emotional intelligence, uh, the ability to, to which a lot, a lot of it just has to do with, am I somebody who's in a command control mode, meaning, hey, I'm the smartest guy in the room and you better listen up. Or am I the kind of person that says, I am a smart person, and I'm going to surround myself with people who are equally smart or smarter, and I'm going to be smart enough to keep my mouth shut and listen to those people, and I'm going to be smart enough to engage those people and use more of what I call a Socratic method of asking a lot more questions rather than dictating. You know, and I say that because I'm, you know, I'm, I've created two really successful companies, and I'm definitely a visionary. And I totally believe in making sure that the vision is laid out like Steve Jobs did in a very clear way and very frequently, but at the same time to be um, the kind of person that's really um, there engaging um, one's coworkers, one's reports, et cetera, in a process of, of involvement and um, with a lot of respect. And that's, that's what emotional 
having the ability to discern and to listen and to engage people. That's a great answer. why don't we uh, take a break right now, Jonathan? And uh, when we come back, we're going to continue talking about uh, you know the importance of developing one's strengths and weaknesses, and and unlocking the development and potential of of the team members. Uh, and to our listeners, thanks for tuning in to the second stage. We'll be back in one minute. the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. This is Davis Love III, Ryder Cup captain and Team McGladry member. McGladry is about building relationships. That's the kind of team I want to be a part of. A team that builds deep understanding of each client's vision and unique way of doing business. The same attributes I look for and the partners I choose. It's this understanding that enables you and me to make confident decisions. When you trust the advice you're getting, you know your next move is the right move. This is the power of being understood. This is McGladry. Assurance. Tax. Consulting. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll-free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Second Stage. To reach the hosts or their guests today, call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to thesecondstage at evolutioncp.com. Now, back to Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson. Welcome back to the show, The Second Stage. This is our show, but as a forum, so we're looking for input from you so that we can benefit from everyone's experience you can email us at the second stage at evolutioncp.com or you can continue the discussion on each week's show on our blog, which can be found at evolutioncp.com. Our guest today, Jonathan Wygant, CEO and founder of Big Speak Inc., is with us today talking about leadership development for business to succeed. Learning should never stop. Um, so we, we finished the last uh, segment, Jonathan, with you describing, which I thought was a wonderful, thoughtful answer that in your, your judgment, the top thing that people need to work on is um, uh, emotional intelligence. Um, but you also, you know, there, there's also the, the challenge of trying to get other people to see the light of develop, developing themselves personally and professionally, which is not an easy thing to do. Correct. Maybe just talk briefly just about how how does one develop uh, you know personal leadership and how you know and how do they de- you know continue to develop those skills? Well, I mean, obviously, you know, I think one of the things that's really important is is to get feedback. You know, a lot of companies you know pay big money to bring in uh, an executive coach who conduct what's what's called three sixties, where you know you, you're. You're interviewed, your boss is interviewed, your peers are interviewed, and find out, you know, where is this um, guy or gal 
strong? Where are their weaknesses? Where, you know, what's their trick knee? What are their strengths, et cetera? So, you know, in lieu of, of doing something like that, we can all go into what I would call an inquisitive mode. I think self-reflection is incredibly important. So in that case, it would be to sit down, you know, and you know, really listen to your boss say, hey, you know, where do you see that I'm doing a great job and, and what would you see uh, would be areas where I could learn and grow and develop. And do that with your peers as well. You know, go out, have a drink or have a lunch and say, hey, I want your frank opinion. And, you know, obviously we get that in our, our personal relationships, but it's, it's take an inventory, listen to what people have told you in the past, um, and develop a game plan for, okay, here's, here are some of the, my deficits or here's some of the areas. And, and that's personally, that's why I got so involved in creating big speakers is I, I came from a fairly dysfunctional family and I got busy early in my twenties, um, dealing with some of the quote-unquote gifts that I received from from my uh, familiar background. And it got me into doing personal growth and having a good look at myself. And as a result, I've developed. And so I think that's really important. Um, and then also, you know, really look at those strengths and, and build on your strengths because, uh, I mean, your, your, your long suit is where you're going to have your greatest success. And so continually building your, your, your strength in, in that area or those areas is very important. But at the same time, if you've got some area that's really a deficit that could sabotage where you're going and how you are and how you show up day to day, make sure to, to rigorously begin to do some work on that. John, it's, it's funny you say that because you think about, you know, I think about all Jeff's weaknesses and I try to, uh, you know, kind of get focus on focus on the weaknesses. And maybe what you're telling me is I should really just, you know, grab his positives and help him with that. Or, or I mean, it's, is it is it is, you know, is it equally as important to focus on the on the strengths, it sounds like? Well, it is. And, and you know, you guys prob- probably have, uh, you know, know Marcus Buckingham. And, um, you know, Now Discover Your Strengths is one of his big books. And, you know, First Break All Your all the Rules is his, was his first book. But that's his whole, his whole deal is around your strengths. And, and if you get online, look up Marcus Buckingham, you can, you can actually find something that's called his Strength Finder Profile. And I uh, encourage people to, to find that and take that test because it, it's very clear and it, uh, it shows you um, where your, strength, your strengths are. And there's a, another fellow I want to mention. His name is Dick Leiter. And Dick Leiter um, has uh, a wonderful um, program around um, reinventing yourself. And he has something called Calling Cards. And uh, the calling cards are something you spread out on the floor, and you, you basically have to say, okay, which which 12 of these 52 do I really relate to? And then you, you narrow it down to around uh, four to six um, that you, you hang, you have to eliminate the other cards. And what it does, it reflects back to you kind of like, what is it that beats in my heart? And what is it that I, I vibrate, uh, resonate with uh, most deeply? And once you're kind of in, in, in touch with that passion, purpose, and what really lights your, your fire, what lights you up, then you've got the ignition point for a great career. That's awesome. Is, is, maybe another show, but it'd be great to talk about that from a personal perspective, too, trying to help kids or, or people, you know, that, you know, employees, whatever, kind of find those personal passions. That's, uh, that, that's uh, I'll definitely look those up. 
Um, what what um, maybe talk a little bit more about um, as a leader? How do we how do we help unlock the you know the, few, the unlock the potential and development of the of your team members? Well, you know, in, encourage your team members to you know communicate what their passions are. Use use something similar to to what I just talked about in terms of. Um, helping folks. I mean, a lot of people do know what their passions are, but maybe they haven't expressed them at work or they they feel there's not an unopened space for that. So um, I, I would say, you know, engage your people um, in um, finding well, finding out what it is that they really are, uh, what, what beats in their hearts and, and um, help get that into the conversation of your team. And that, that could be a very fun process. That could be like a half-day deal where you have somebody come in and help facilitate like that, like this, you know, Dick Leiter uh, fellow that I was, that I was mentioning, um, or get his calling cards in and have a look at that and develop a process and then have people talk about, hey, well, what, why are these, you know, four or six cards so dang important to you? And how can we bring that, that fire that's in your belly to your work or to our organization? Um, that would be a, just a, you know, beginning point. It, it, Jonathan, at that stage of the game, would you actually say something, you know, that, that, that if, and, and I guess that, that if you were unable to get you know th- them to take that passion and bring it to the organization, that you would help them find another organization that that would work for. I mean, is is that part of the process, or is it more of they'll, they'll figure that out themselves? Well, you know, I'm sure you guys are fans of Jim Collins. You want to make sure you got the right people on the bus and the right people in the right seats. And so that that process that I was just describing is is the one that helps you make sure you know that that people are dialed into your culture and, you know, that they're seeing things the way, you know, in a harmonic way. They're not seeing things exactly like you see them, but they're, they're seeing from a, a place of harmony and that their, their skill level and what lights them up and makes them want to be at work and want to, you know, spend their precious, you know, life force working in your organization that you've got them uh, and they feel honored. Uh, that you've cared enough to to uh, go to a deeper level, and you're not just uh, a a cog in a in a big machine. No, that's uh, I guess you know it's it's funny you know it's easier said it's easier said than done. It just sounds like that that's a continuous process, right? I mean, is that something that you just you just have to you know just work at every day? Is that I mean because that's a and you were you were working with some pretty decent sized companies, right? We work with uh, over two thirds of the Fortune 1000, and uh, wow. that the subjects that 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 you know, I'm I'm kind of going more into the personal growth side of this because yeah. I think no. it, it it deserves its place in the sun. But when we get calls, it's usually around leadership. It's around how do I you know build my team, develop my team. It's around how can I innovate? How can we innovate? Our products, our systems, our our the ways of doing business, our, our service delivery. Um, it's around productivity. It's around accountability, um, and around sales. Those are probably the biggest um, biggest areas that uh, that we get calls for day in and day out. And then they want somebody who's going to come in and deliver a you know a, uh, a scintillating speech. And then we encourage. Um, because there's some, some a statistic that I want to share with you that 
There's been research that shows that a good talk is about a 5%, 3 to 5% um, improvement in, in, in behavior or, or people actually uptake uh, what's spoken about and bring it into you know, how they conduct their lives. If you, can, if you have a training or breakout session in conjunction um, with that, you're, you're up to around 22% of implementation. And then if you follow that up with coaching, so actual coaching, um, and that can be a professional coaching or it could be, okay, I'm going to meet once a week with one of my colleagues and I'm going to support my colleague and what they've committed to and they're going to support me and what I've committed to because I've got, I want to do some things differently. Many times I'll trick myself and I'll fall back into my own my old ways of doing things, but if I got somebody else that I got to be accountable to and we're actually going to meet, I'm very much more likely to actually begin to uh, develop a new behavior, uh, whether that's around how, how I handle my emails, whether that's how, whether I'm um, in more encouraging with my team. Uh, it could be any, anything like that, but when there's an accountability buddy or partner, um, or coaching from an actual professional where you're meeting once a month or once a week, you're having a conversation around, you know, what I've identified as what I need to do to develop myself and develop my career. I'm accountable to a professional or to a coworker, much more likely to uh, have success. That's great. It's great. You know, we we, uh, we frequently try to, uh, as many of the listeners know, push some. You know, push. We believe that a process, whether it's you know the entrepreneur operating oper, entrepreneur operating system or gazelles or one of those things, it just helps mm-hmm. people kind of learn learn a learn a system, learn a, a process, learn a you know. Uh, and we just find it to be you know at least you set the framework. Maybe talk. What's if you had to pick a, the single most important quality of a leader? What what would that be if that's possible? Mm. Wow, just put my feet to the fire, huh? Um, yeah. I think the biggest thing <clears throat> is, other than emotional intelligence that I mentioned earlier, is vision. Okay. Knowing where, you know, where's the opportunity to serve and what's the vision of what could be, in, uh, what could be in place that's not in place now. What, le- you know, what's the building we're putting the ladder on? And making sure to that everybody knows, like for instance, in my business, it's very easy to get caught up in numbers. Like, well, how many deals did you close? You know, what are the sales revenues this month? You know, what's our gross margin? Did you do this? Did you do that? Forgetting that, wow, the reason we're in business at Big Speak is to help transform people, teams, and organizations to be higher functioning, to be more conscious about how we are with one another, the kind of work we do, you know, our effect on the planet, our effect on our customers, um, and thinking about, you know, those types of things rather than um, the short term. That's, you know, I, I don't think I'm saying anything unusual. I think all of us have that tendency to, you know, look at the numbers and get, you know, perhaps, you know, uh, obsessed with numbers rather than what's the deeper service proposition that my business is involved in um, delivering. That's uh, that's good stuff. Um, what else can I do to develop the leaders in in like in an organization? What else could we recommend to the listeners that they should be doing, um, to, you know, to 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 help uh, develop the future leaders? Well, you know, 
I would just say, hey, find two or three books, whether it's uh, whether it's Good to Great or whether it's Peter Senge's Learning Organization. Um, um, there's you know there's a lot of of great um, great books out there. It could be could be something about you know Ken Blanchard's um, Situational Leadership: How to Lead in Different Situations. You know, obviously, you lead differently with somebody who's got. 20 years of experience and knows what they're doing versus somebody who's, you know, new on the job. And there's, there's many ways to, to do that and have, have those, the, you know, make sure that there's, there's time focused on that. One, one book I highly recommend is Jack Canfield's book, uh, The Success Principle. It's, you know, the best book that's out there since, uh, Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich in terms of success wisdom. And it's it's basically the things that we need to do as, as individuals. It's, in a way, it's like the seven habits of highly effective people, but it's broken mm-hmm. down into smaller chunks about how to be an effective person, how to create success in your life. Um, and you know, get a book like that that's got six. I think it's got sixty-six different you know principles. And you know, every week go over one of those principles, and and people will love you for um, for doing that and for engaging them and, and each maybe somebody each week reports on one of those principles. That's just a, a way. The other thing I like to do in my company on a fairly frequent basis is ask, hey, what are we doing right? What are we doing wrong? What do we need to change? And really be open to uh, hearing the feedback, especially from new, newer members of the team who may uh, be able to, you know, say to the king, you have no clothes on. <laughs> we would hate to, we'd hate to get that answer, Joe. <laughs> 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 hey, this is a radio program. I hope you guys are decent. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just what our, you know, yeah, I got you. I got, yeah, yes, we, we, yes. D- we demand that of each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, uh, so, so, Jonathan, uh, if somebody wanted to, to uh, hire Big Speak or engage with Big Speak and learn more, uh, we've shared your website www.bigspeak.com. Uh, how else should they should they reach out to to your organization and and what should they expect the cost to be? Well, it um, I'd say that we do have. Some, um, I'd say our speakers pretty much begin at around ten thousand dollars. And go north from there. We, we might have a few less than that, but that's kind of the, the, the entry point because we are a professional speakers bureau. We are the largest, um, business bureau. We're very focused on the business community. There are other agencies that focus on representing politicians and celebrities. <clears throat> and we can get politicians and celebrities because we have, you know, co-brokering relationships with every agency in the United States. But if you want an, an organization that's really focused on the, the nuts and bolts, uh, the bricks and, and mortar of business, um, we eat and breathe that. And more than just bringing, as I said earlier, just bringing a speaker in and comes in and inspires your people for a while, we have <clears throat> all sorts of, of follow-on um, training, coaching, um, and consulting that's available to help move the needle on organizational transformation and um, team development. Hmm. 
Well, Jonathan, you're, you're, uh, we love listening to everything you have to say. I was taking copious notes while you were speaking, and uh, I'm sure that our listeners will get a lot out of this show. Uh, but we've got to take a final break here, and, uh, and uh, uh, we appreciate you being on our show. Well, it's a pleasure to have spent time um, with both of you gentlemen, and uh, if there's an, another opportunity to, to share some wisdom on another subject, I'd be delighted to do so, and I wish you guys the, the absolute best, and thanks for serving our business community so uh, beautifully. Thanks, Thank you John. very much, and we're going to come back here in a few minutes with some concluding thoughts. Thanks for tuning in to the second stage. the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. This is Davis Love III, Ryder Cup captain and Team McGladry member. McGladry is about building relationships. That's the kind of team I want to be a part of. A team that builds deep understanding of each client's vision and unique way of doing business. The same attributes I look for and the partners I choose. It's this understanding that enables you and me to make confident decisions. When you trust the advice you're getting, you know your next move is the right move. This is the power of being understood. This is McGladry. Assurance. Tax. Consulting. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll-free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Second Stage. To reach the hosts or their guests today, call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to thesecondstage at evolutioncp.com. Now, back to Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson. Welcome back to the show. This is Jeff Cadlick, and I'm here with my partner, uh, Brendan Anderson. Uh, I love having people. People on the show that speak as clearly and concisely and intelligently as uh, Jonathan Wygant did that this, uh, today on the show. Um, very, very interesting guy, and I spend most of my time taking notes. I can't be, I'm blown away. I, I feel like I've been to you know a, a thousand EOYU events, a lot of Inc. events, and um, he threw out some names and some books there that um, I I'm not sure I've heard of, and, and I'm excited to uh, to learn. I. You know, it just goes back to Jeff. You know, we you know there are times we struggle with with people, and and, and there are times where we just get you know lucky, and the person and people just absolutely share values, and they run with things, and you know we 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 sometimes shake our heads and try to figure out how you know how those things happen, don't happen, and he just seems to have a great grip on those on that stuff. And I think I also love and and, and I, you know as a as a kind of a wacky ADD uh, person, I just respect people that that have built their business, grew it to you know 125 employees. He understands the pain and how you know really doing this stuff is. It's as easy as reading the book, but it, it gets you started in the right direction. But it was interesting. I had a guest in our office about a week ago, and he had said to me that uh, he 
reads a book on finance an hour a day. And, you know, look, finance is great and it's interesting and all that other sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, I think the thing that is the most challenging in growing businesses is the people part. And his uh, Jonathan's comments about um, emotional intelligence and vision uh, as being the most important characteristics of outstanding leaders, I think, is right on the mark. It, it is absolutely right on the mark, and, and and I guess you know it's it's I think of us and how we talk about this a lot, and how we, we you know we believe it in our hearts, and how it's hard to carve out time to do this stuff. It really is. It's a it's never done. It's it's you know it's about caring about the, the people that are that are there and helping them truly find what what you know what'll get them up and excited every morning. And you know you and I take it for granted because I think we're blessed to have found what what at least you know gets us excited about about stuff and. It's uh, and it's good. And obviously, um, Jonathan has thought through this stuff uh, in an unbelievable detail, and he's um, he's, uh, he's he's out there living it. He is, and and I, I I didn't even really consider that there are companies out there that did this, and that was probably a little naive <laughs> on my either. part. But I didn't either. You, they can be found at www.bigspeak.com, and I imagine Jonathan is one of many people that. You could hire to speak at your organization, um, and we got a lot of value out of today's call um, with with Jonathan Wygant, CEO and founder of Big Speak. Brennan, any last minute? Well, it just can. You know, I think we say this at every end of every every call, every show. Is it's it's amazing passion for possibilities. Obviously, Jonathan had a passion for this, and he's turned it into what sounds like uh, you know one of the largest resources for this sort of thing in the country or world or who knows. But passion for possibilities. If you really have it, you can figure out a way to to make a living at it. Well, have a great weekend, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the second stage. You can uh, listen to us again next Monday at five p.m. Eastern, two p.m. Pacific. Thanks for tuning in to the second stage. Thank you for tuning in this week to the second stage. Please join Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson again next Monday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And have a successful week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.